Welcome to the Blue Dot Podcast. Please join us as we discuss what's happening in Harrison County, Indiana. Harrison County and welcome to episode 49 of the Blue Dot Podcast. I am Graylin Porter and today we are kicking off our new series, um, a monthly Blue Dot Book Club episode where my mom, Leah Porter, and I talk about recent reads that we really loved and a couple that we started and did not finish with a rotating third chair guest. And today we are joined by Miriam Robertson, dear friend of the podcast and fellow book club member and just a phenomenal reader. I always love to hear what Miriam has read recently. And we'll also uh, talk a little bit about what's going on at the Harrison County Public Library. They're gonna share some info for us for every one of these Blue Dot Book Club episodes. We're gonna talk about upcoming events that they have or new releases that are coming soon. So we'll do that at the end. Thank you so much for listening. And after a quick break, we'll jump right into it. Love getting local updates from Blue Dot? Consider making a one-time donation by visiting bluedothc.com. Just scroll down to the bottom and click donate. Blue Dot is made up of volunteers and would not be possible without the support of the community. Listeners also have the option to become annual members of Blue Dot Harrison County. This membership includes early access to weekly email updates, exclusive members only episodes, and one item of merchandise from our store. Please visit bluedothc.com slash membership to learn more. Okay, and welcome to episode 49 of the Blue Dot Podcast, and today we are starting our new series, The Blue Dot Book Club, where monthly, Mom and I, hi Mom. Hi, how are you? Yep, she's taking a sip of that coffee. Okay. 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 Um, We are joined by a third chair rotating guest uh, to talk about books we loved of the month and books we did not finish of the month, and today we are joined by Miriam Robertson. Hi. Hi, Graylin. Hi, Miriam. We've been in the same book club for, well, Mom, you've been in the book club with Miriam for how long? Uh, Weren't you charter? 20 years. 20 years. Over 20. I'd say more like 25. Yeah. 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 It's been a long time. And still reading and still kicking. Still reading, (laughs) still kicking, still still doing it. Um, And, you know, Miriam's just a one of our favorite readers locally. Thank so you. it's an honor to be here on the yeah. first book oh. podcast. Well, you were our first choice oh, as a guest. It, so it, it was not even discussed. Yes. Oh, excellent. So we're going to share, um, first go around and talk about um, a favorite book we read of the month. Mom, do you want to kick us off? Um, yeah. You know, first of all, let's give maybe a little background. Um, what kind of reader are you? Fiction, nonfiction? We just had Jim on and I gave him some shade about. Uh, not reading fiction because he doesn't read it like yeah yeah. and that's not okay with us right no yeah yeah, Um, yeah. I would say I'm fiction yeah now my new year's resolution number 14 was read 10 nonfiction books this year so I have to be made to do it yes so (laughs) I'm a fiction reader literary fiction and I would say non-commercial fiction yeah Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're kind of I all three in that yeah. camp. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I I don't really know how I come on the books I read. I think The Guardian's a huge influence, mm-hmm. mostly 
oh, I love this. Everybody should read this. Or mm -hmm. I give this book as a gift every year. If someone says that, I get that book. And that, that happens a lot on the garden. Tried and true, yeah. 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 So um, my favorite book for a while now, this year, and it's, we're in March, okay, is this book called Secondhand Time, The Last of the Soviets by Svetlana Aleksevich. Now, I got on that through The Guardian. They had a list of the top 100 books of the 21st century. I saw that. Yeah. I know, Miriam. We're only in 2023. I know. It was it's crazy. It's sort of arrogant. Don't I you thought know? It, yeah, yeah. it seemed unnecessary. Do we need this list um, right now? Well, it got me to this book. Well, yeah, of course. Um, but This was number two. Yeah, it And was, that's a nonfiction, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Was it was that, number yeah. two on the list. Just as an aside, Gilead, Mary Lynn Robinson was number one. And this mm -hmm. is an English list, so I kind of love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. But anyway, she is a Nobel Prize winner, Svetlana Aleksevich, and she's written four or five novels, but they're not novels. That Her genre is interviewing people, and I kind of feel like she takes their story, these ex-Soviets and distills them down. It's almost like she cooks them. So there's maybe 40 of these people in this book, but they sound alike. And they're supposed to be just talking into a recorder. But I kind of felt like these all sound the same, hmm. but with a different story. Yeah. So I think she cooks them <laughs> somehow yeah. or other. So it's kind of a melding. It's a melding. Mm -hmm. And um, the reason I loved it so much is I think I get Putin this Ukraine war better. I understand what he's trying to do, what he knows about his people. His KGB background makes him do this stuff. They understand what he's doing. It's dark. The Russians are very different. But this was just a beautiful book about understanding Russia and what they're like. So did you come away like having more feeling for the people as well and their situation? Yes. Or I mean, these ex-Soviets miss that life. They, really? They miss their kitchen table discussions of Tolstoy, mm -hmm. Balanchine, <laughs> you know. Right. They mm -hmm. love to talk books, philosophy, and since they couldn't talk out in the open, they talked around their kitchen table. So a lot of those conversations were the, mm -hmm. about that. They miss that. Interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. They, well, I just pulled it up, and it's calling it an oral history. Oh, nice. Oh, that's yeah. that's what that's it's exactly it. what mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, and so I'd have never. I haven't read a lot of those. Um, no. But is but that a thing? It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Oral and history. I think it's where it, it's a history of a place or time or a look at a place and time where it's um, by interviewing people. Mm -hmm. I think that's the definition of the and, genre. And yeah. I'm like you, girl, and I haven't read a lot of those. I've seen seen them and looked at them, but I think, in a way, some of them are maybe put out as too scholarly for me. That mm -hmm. would be not as interesting. Mm -hmm. Dry. Yeah. Yeah. And see, this was mostly beautiful. Right. You know, real people's stories. Real, and of course, she writes them. I think she does write them. Mm -hmm. um, but I learned about capitalism versus communism and we've heard so much negative communism discussion that they're not down on it no. they're just sad that it didn't work 
Mm -hmm. um, but then we find that capitalism isn't working either. So <laughs> yeah, doesn't seem um, to be working out too well. Myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. it's about disillusionment. And do you pick up and go forward, or do you sit in mi in misery of what was in the past? And there's all kinds of that, all mm -hmm. ages, all professions. Yeah, it was a beautiful book. I highly I, recommend it. I'll ask you my um, evergreen question: How long is it? <laughs> 400. It's 400. fairly long. Yeah, I'd like for us on this series to immediately open with that. <laughs> How long is the book? Um, and so then I can so know. So then Gray can either I listen can either and listen be and or, or, just, yeah, or just like, well, I'll go on. Yeah, let me put a pin in this and I'll read it or I'm never going to read this. <laughs> so I'll read it on the other side. 400, <laughs> I would put that as like, I might read it. Just in bits. What is yeah. your bits? What's your uh, cutoff? Where you say... That's too Miriam many. doesn't have one. I don't, don't have, have one. one. I mean, she goes big. Love the a suitable boy. A suitable boy. A suitable boy. boy. <laughs> the Eighth Life, which was about oh my god Georgia. Oh, yeah. I read that. You know. Oh, did you? The did. limit does not exist for Miriam. No. Well, okay. on page length, for me, it's about four hundred and fifty. Oh, that's a big book. You know, I'll go that big. I will Hello. go. Miriam, I oh. have read ducks. Newberry and I was going to bring that up. It'll be brought oh. up today. Oh, perfect. Okay. Ducks Newberry Port. Um, and just Excellent. real quick, I'm, I forgot Huge. to say at the top for the listener, we'll have links to all these in the show notes. Okay. So if you hear us talk we about something. We got a bit yelled at last night for that. Uh -oh. oh, yeah. In our other book club, last night I got scolded for not sending out the notes with the links to the books like we talked about. After. Yeah. Or our last meeting. And so anyway, yes, listener, you will have links Slacker. to all these if they sound appealing to yeah, you or not yeah no okay well great that was secondhand time the last of the soviets by svetlana alexovich okay miriam what do you have i your your first uh my first take on this was a, a book you couldn't put down oh oh so okay, okay. in this past month so gotcha. i'm starting all these books yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay which i wrote a lot of good books um, in particular, I have The Speckled People by Hugo Hamilton, Ooh, which is a memoir. I love that title. Yeah. Me too. And it, because lately I've been reading All the Irish. Okay, so I have a thing about this. Oh, I'm going to talk about an Irish book too. Yes, which I'm I reading read. the Irish book for our book club right now for next month. I haven't started it And yet, I've yet. read like four others. It's like a thing right now. It is. Mm -hmm. Okay. is. I'm reading All the Irish. And I'll, I'll, like, I'll go to my bookshelf, which I'm trying to clear off and read these books I've had for years. And I'll pull it off. I go, oh, well, that's about the Troubles. And this is like, mm -hmm. So I'm all about the Irish, so this is Irish. Okay. And it's about a, a and Hugo Hamilton grew up in the 50s and 60s in Dublin. Ooh. German mother. Irish father, mm. horrible bullying, and they could not become part of the community mm. because, really, not because his mother was German. Though you know, his he and his brother were called Nazis and beat up and just mm. oh, it was horrible. But his father was very much well. I don't know what the word Irish nationalist, whatever. He, Loyalist. He made or, those no. children speak only Irish or German in the oh, house. Oh, okay. okay. Ooh. He wanted no English. He wanted an outside. He would go to the local store, and he would not speak in English to the storekeepers. It, it just made mm. it a million times worse. Mm. So it was very interesting because after reading all the Irish, which nowadays seems like everything coming out has to do with the troubles, Yeah. this 
was not focused on the troubles. It was a different, a different Ooh, yeah. aspect. Ooh. And that was it was really good. Do do they yeah. ever refer to that title? Is that about freckles, Irish what freckles, it is, or is you know? He he uh, said we're we're speckled like a oh shoot I can't remember so, the name of the bread mm. some kind of bread which has like poppy seed or something has like raisins that. in it. Oh, and so that oh. that's the raisins. They're the Irish bread, but the raisins are the German or okay. some such. Yeah. Ooh. I I might have to put this. How long is it? Oh, I'm sorry. Up front, I think it's like 200, 250. Oh, it's 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 right up your alley. That's very doable. Is he an only child? No, he had a um, he had the one brother, and did he have two sisters? Ended up with two, two, three sisters. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And he's the oldest. Where was, the, uh, I just looked him up. He was born the year you were born, Mom. I was going to say, I think he's a second. Oh, he's up there. His brother's older. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And his mother was interesting. She was very German, and she missed Germany, and mm. it, was, it was really interesting. So this is a those. memoir? Yeah. Okay. How'd you get onto that? Do you remember? It was one of those I pulled off my shelf and had bought. It was written in the early 2000s, maybe? Mm-hmm. 2004. Yeah. I don't know. I found it on my shelf. I went, oh, well, okay. let's try this. <laughs> I don't know where I found it before or what mm-hmm. made me buy it or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is working out beautifully because mine's an Irish yeah. uh, novel as well. Or it's a novel. It's yeah. not a memoir. Um, the Trespa- or Trespasses by Louise Kennedy. Um, I read this last month. Mom, you recommended it and to me. And I think Miriam's read it. I read it. You did it. I oh, did. So okay. So we all three. you mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, I really loved it. It's a debut, but I just listened to an interview with the author, and she's in her 50s or 60s. Ooh, And she's run a restaurant her whole life that was kind of failing, and she's always wanted to write a book. Wow. She just said she got a cancer diagnosis in 2019 and then said, well, I guess I'm going to write this book book now to get my mind off this cancer diagnosis. Well, and it's a beautifully I written know. book. And so she just decided to, to write it. And wow, it's, um, it takes place during the troubles. And I call this the literary serious version of Dairy Girls. Um, our last book club meeting, I talked about that. If you've watched Dairy Girls on Netflix, I feel like this is a literary uh, highbrow serious version of that <laughs> show yeah um but it's it centers around a young woman who has an affair with a man and I won't give much more than that but it's he's set, married of course yeah and it's and older quite a bit older quite a bit older and and it doesn't do it I thought it was going to do you know it, it twists a little bit um I thought it was going one way it didn't the characters are so well drawn and it's in that time where you know this crazy divide is happening in the community it's dangerous it's um life or death life or death but life still goes on and you still go and you do mundane things and live your life and um i i just find there's no better example of that than the troubles for some reason it 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 really like brings that out i guess Mm -hmm. because it's a more it's a more relatable society than when something like that's happening recent in recent time. I don't know. And it's such a long span. Yeah. I mean, it is a long span. Oh, it went forever. on forever. Yeah. Um, um, and so, yeah, it keeps popping up right now. And I think maybe we like watching it because it's kind of what's happening here, but taken up way high, you know, to mm, violence yes. on the streets. And so we, we kind of are interested in watching that right now at least I am and and I think I mentioned to Leah not too long ago that I thought all this the 
the shows and the mm-hmm. books about the troubles is maybe because the children then have grown up and right. they've processed, processed it mm-hmm. and yeah. are putting it out there in whatever yeah. art form they have. And in this interview, she said that her one thing she wanted to focus on, especially with the mother character, so there's a mother in this book that is very a great character in a lot of ways but she said I wanted to focus on how we were raised by people that were just enti- just incredibly stressed out our mm-hmm. parents were just stressed out to the max and trying to go about daily life in this environment and she said that's kind of where she started with it and that brother was an interesting character mm-hmm. he yeah. ran a pub yeah. So he was so conscious of what he said all the time. And it was yeah. about, okay, so they're, so the main, the main character's family is Catholic, and they run this pub, but all, most of the clientele are Protestants. And so it's, you know, again, I find myself thinking about, you know, around here where you have businesses that are run by certain people of certain beliefs, oh, and, like, yeah. what do you do, it's and do same. you go there still? Yeah. Or, and, and, like, yeah. do, you, do they say what they really think, you know, if they actually don't? think a certain way are they going to say it for fear of losing business you know all those things and so I just I really highly recommend it I I probably think that's a book of the year for me it's a great novel it's It's, and I've had a lot of trouble with fiction you know it's what I choose to read I (laughs) I I will go give that I I read a lot of books that have a lot of buzz and then not a lot of substance So this one was well, kind of that sweet spot where it goes out. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll vet them for Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, she gets those good ones from us. Oh, Marianne. yeah, she does. Right, so all the novels I read that I tend to like tend to come from you guys' recommendations. Oh, really? So maybe oh. I should listen well, just, more. I, I, I do want to, to take umbrage one. with you, like, insinuating that Dairy Girls is not highbrow. That, oh, now that, that's, let's that, just, I will take that let's back. Let's get that straight. No, I'll take that back. It is. I will oh, take that I back. Don't know. I yes. think that's a fairly highbrow comedy. Well, well yeah, you comedy, have to comedy. it on the chin sure. and yeah. that it's I mean, it's lesser, not, I would even say though it's making the point that it's somber making. version. Yeah. That would be a better way to More of it. a somber version. I'm just kidding, but yeah. not. Yeah. But I will, <laughs> just one little thing. The beginning and end of Trespasses is a nail. It nails oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yes, and that's another thing. It, it The ending is fantastic. It really is. Mm-hmm. It ties up. It's cry-worthy. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, okay, so, you know, I love to talk about things I don't like, like I said on our season opener with Elmer. So we want to talk about books we started but didn't finish actively put down. Mm-hmm. Make, um, made a choice which I didn't say before you know in our outlines and stuff you know yeah you didn't find time to finish it and it just petered off as one thing but actively said I'm not finishing this is what I th- would like to talk about if we can okay um, so mom what do you have uh, Obama liked this book oh no this is why I picked it well, his favorite book of last summer so I said oh I need to read that it's called The Furrows by Namwali Serpel. Namwali Serpel. Namwali Serpel. And I started it. It was brutal. It, the gist of it is a young girl, her life has been totally affected by the fact that she was at the ocean with her younger brother and he drowned in the furrows, which are the dips between waves. And she tried to save him. She couldn't. He died. But a mystery man and a windbreaker carried his, her back to her house. Um, they never found the body. This haunted her for 
the half of so the book. So it was like that survivor's guilt thing. Yeah, and it was haunting and awful. That's how the book started, <laughs> okay, <laughs> with this event, which immediately I'm slightly irritated because what are these two young kids doing at right. the ocean by themselves? And the mother is a piece of work. And you might okay. have said this, but where does this take place? Is it American? Yes. Okay. Okay, it's mixed race. Mm-hmm. The mother's white, the father's black. Um, it doesn't have a lot of bearing on the story, but it does influence their actions a lot and the rest of her life. Um, so I got halfway through and realized she went off in mental aberrations. She would go off in the book and describe another horrible way her brother died. And you'd have to get through a chapter of that and then find out, oh, she was hallucinating or hypothetically oh, making up stuff. this is a big pet peeve of mine. I don't like books where I don't know what's real and what's not real. And like a hallucinating. So, right. Yeah. Mm. So about no. for the third awful description of a death, I realized, oh, she's just making those up or dreaming it or what? Or she's mentally off. So the narrator becomes an unreliable oh, narrator. Wow. And it goes on too long, but the writing's great, no question about it. But I decided, oh, I'm not in for this. Yeah. And so I don't know how it ended, and I would love (laughs) to know, but not enough to keep reading it. When did you stop? Like, what? How far? Fifty-one percent. Wow. It was like we're in. I mean, yeah, that's that's halfway. He fell off a cliff or something this time, and the writing's so good that she describes it so well and then all of a sudden she's back on track in her real life and you think oh that didn't happen so oh. here's a question i have when you decide to to quit a book like that you don't immediately go to the internet and read what happened because i do i will yeah i, I haven't done it yet yeah. but sitting here talking about it, i realized well yeah i'd like to know if did yeah. she get help or yeah. usually if i'm <laughs> gonna put it down i don't really care, care. see that's great I don't really care. I would say <laughs> this is the best that. written book yeah. I've ever not finished. Wow. <laughs> I know. That's, oh, that's okay. an interesting qualification. That's, yes, it is. Okay. Oh, the Furrows by Namwali Serpel. Yeah, it's a great book. I didn't finish it. Gosh. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mary? Okay, so you were <laughs> asking this of a gal who up until like 10 years ago finished every See, book I ever started. So I that's, mean, that's it some... had to get better. You know, I am the optimist. Come on, it's going to get better. I, I'm going to get it. I'm going to. So. See, that's, yeah. I wanted to talk about that too. You know, how easy do you do this? Is it something that you hate doing? Like, I hate doing it. I hate I, doing it. I find it. it easier though, because I know there are other books that I yeah, like I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the book, so the book that I picked, chose, was I, I didn't finish it, but I, I, I want to read it someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How and many pages was it? Was that a factor? No, it was. No, it was. It was uh, I don't know, three, three, three fifty. Okay. I'm not really sure. Okay. So, and maybe maybe one of you read this. It it's the other name. Uh, subtitle septology one and two now he has Mm. gone i think he's written like every year every two years he's up to septology three and four i I do not know this john fossey norwegian okay okay now we're getting down to it ring a bell at all so yeah i think the third or fourth um how i found this guy the fourth Mm -hmm. installment or whatever i don't even know how it goes oh was on the Booker Long List last year or mm. something. I thought, well, 
let me go back and check out. You the love first. the Booker Prize. I love the Booker. Prize. Well, I mean, I've read some bad, some. Yeah, that I didn't but that's enjoy, your but that's your prize. That though. is kind of yeah. where I start, and it then leads I go to from, other things. I go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so, <laughs> Norwegian, <laughs> and an older, older Norwegian guy. Now I'm on, I went in like maybe twenty pages. Maybe oh wow! Nine. Oh wow! Um, painter and he's looking back on his life he his artistic painter yes paint paint painter yes and um his it's about his re- kind of his relationship with his farmer neighbor bachelor other old norwegian <laughs> guy oh boy <laughs> like i said sign so, me up for so this here's <laughs> sounds great no punctuation Duck's Newberry Port, okay? Oh, oh my god. Duck's gosh. Newberry Port was a one long on, run on sentence. So a thousand Duck, page book. Yeah, in so one yes. this is a book. I've tried to read Duck's Newberry Port, and I really do want to read it at some point, but it's a thousand page book of one sentence. Right. And yeah. Miriam and Mom have both finished it. I, I think I loved it. I don't think it's for everybody. I think you have to be a, a certain <laughs> age to get the references and stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I think you would because yeah. you're well read. Yeah. Yeah. So this, no, there isn't any. And it's nor. It's Norwegian, and it's a man, <laughs> an older man talking about his life. I mean, it, it's so every minutiae of every physical and emotional and thought is like, well, why did that happen? Or what? I mean, I kind of was like, no, I, I, this might be interesting. You know, it's probably philosophical in the long run. But I, at, <laughs> at this point run. in my life. I'm going to put it aside yeah. and read some more Irish books. <laughs> right. right. Um, They're more out there. Well, yeah. and we but have, I'm, 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 I'll, I'll get to it again. Maybe well, in the I summer. Because this is a beach read for me. Mostly beach reads for people are like quick, fluffy things. No. Beach reads for me, or porch reads, you're sitting on the porch, you're reading something, and you're like, put it down, and you kind of yeah. think about it. You might doze off. You know, you might take a drink. That's... That's Absolutely. what I'm thinking. Absolutely. Maybe in July and August when I'm sitting on the screen. Is this septology one? This is, it says one and one, two. And one dash two okay. is what it says. Okay. I have, I mean, we can't get out of this conversation without bringing up Carl Nos, Narsgaard. Ova Narsgaard. Ova Narsgaard. Yes. Yes. How many of those are there? Six. Oh. Um, um, I'm looking. There, there might be There's more. There's six. So, so six. He's a Norwegian man. So how many did you read? I read the first one. I read the second and third one. I kept taking them off the shelf and looking yeah. and going. Yeah, They're so fun if you're not familiar out there, this is a Norwegian man author who's a man, and he has a six-book volume called My Struggle <laughs> that is just about him being a man in Norway, and it is ridiculous. It, I mean, it is I absolutely ridiculous. This book and brought that to mind going, oh, this is kind of maybe like this. It's yeah. well written, but w- why do we need this in our lives? Right. Maybe but some Norwegian men really <laughs> need to communicate yeah. how they feel. I found it, I mean, I lived there briefly. Um, people are not open with their emotions. It was a it was a year. Yeah. yeah um, you know, I, I feel like people are a little closed off and these books are maybe a little closed off, is the way I feel. Yeah. But he acts like they're not. Yes. To See, them, they're very open. But to us, we're like, uh, okay. I don't want to know about the <laughs> kind stroller of, kind of suppressed, with his new baby. For like four pages. Four pages. Talking <laughs> about that stroller. You know, you like know, it's like, okay, we get it. He's taking care of his child. Okay. Good. 
I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. glad for him. Yeah. Glad for yeah. him. It's it's like that, but it's not as long as those okay. the struggle books. Those okay. are yeah, they're, they're shorter. They're, yeah. Well, I have two. I I and I won't talk about them equally, but I did want to mention, and we don't have to go into what the book's about and and Trumpism and all that. It, you know, we've been there, done that. But oh. this is um, the cruelty <laughs> is the point by Adam Sewer. So he is a journalist. He wrote this essay in the Atlantic in 2017. Probably. I think. Yeah. yeah and it's enough. called the cruelty is the point. And if you have not read that, I do recommend that essay, the title essay. I think it is phenomenal. It's linking Trumpism back to, um, the way people, uh, reacted to lynchings and would get pictures, you know, smiling in front of having lynchings and having picnics and, and, and how that, like that cruelty is the bond with Trumpism and how that's what brings it, um, strong, makes it stronger and keeps it going. And it's cause it's, they're bonded over hatred. And it, it, of course it's stuff we already know. And, but he just lays it out in a really eloquent way. And it's, it's great. Um, I do recommend that essay, but this is a book that has that essay in it that's full of other essays that he published elsewhere, and then some new content that seemed like filler to me, and it just wasn't worthy of an entire book. And I find that this happens a lot with, mm-hmm. with um, you know, nonfiction kind of essay collections. It's you, You're excited to read it, you like this one nugget, and then you start reading it, and you're like, oh, this is just stuff he's already published and Kinda they needed a book and yeah right and it just yeah. and it was the same thing over and over and over again for it's not small no Mm-mm. it's a fairly big book i mean elizabeth know. read that whole thing didn't she she night? did and she had the same uh, this is someone else in um, a book club of ours and she had the same you know thoughts it okay. just didn't seem to have merited a whole book and so i find that essay collections do this a lot I don't know mm-hmm. if you've had that, I, that When I experience. find out I have one of those, I'm yeah. disappointed. Disappointed. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Oh, you know, oh, when you really? realize that, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and they're all not going to be top-notch essays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Well, not that many people. Oh, I read a collection of essays by James Baldwin. Okay. Oh, there you that's, go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> they yeah. were all top-notch. Yeah. <laughs> there but are exceptions. That's few, few yeah, and far those, between those, books like that. Yeah, yeah and I'm, I was thinking about other you know, essayist, Zadie Smith, um, Intimations, it's a tiny oh. little essay collection she put out about I read that. the pandemic. And <laughs> I think that is the only one that I've read where it was previously published stuff where I liked it and it all went together. And I thought that was a little uneven too. Well, well there you it's, go. And it's part of it, it that they're afraid to just publish a small skinny book that they yeah. think they have to pad it out with mm-hmm. stuff that that's true. Yeah. They're going to spend twenty two ninety five. They, I just know. it's it's yeah. a very transparent thing. Okay, this essay was incredible. It came out you know at the beginning of the Trump years. It really hit on what a lot of people were thinking, and it got snatched up for a book deal, and then nothing new was said in that book. Yeah, it's right. too bad you it know. just didn't expand on it. Yeah, and get more research yeah. and actually and kind of flesh more. it out no, a little right. bit. So yeah. I did put that down, um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about. I've already talked about it to both of you, is eleven twenty two sixty three by Stephen King. <laughs> okay. Yes. Did you I read this? Do, I do not do you, Stephen King. I, <laughs> I have never done Stephen King. Me neither. So this except. might be, I hate doing this, but I might have to say I was wrong because 
I said I was going to read Stephen King this year. I've never read him before, and I said this is going to be my Stephen King year, and I'm going to pick, you know, four or five books. I I might have to say I was wrong. I might have to say I was wrong. I'm not going to do this. Like I could have told you that. (laughs) Well, what is wrong with me? Well, So, so this book, I read it for I read it and listened to it on audiobook both at the same time, actively, like focused doing it for 10 days and I was only at 40 (laughs) percent how many pages in that if we want to um I'll look right now I should have known it's big okay yeah that's a long time ago there was a lot of space I'm sure a lot of Stephen King fans out there would say but Graylin you chose the wrong book I know but then a lot of people have told me that's a fantastic one yeah is it they love that one well there's as many as they go crazy loving the stand it's you know, massive never, too though it is massive i read shawshank redemption because i saw the movie and i didn't realize stephen king wrote it yeah and or stand by I me i think that's it yeah stand by me yeah but, so i did read his memoir first oh which i really liked on writing and about writing uh-huh. and then so it's 850 Ooh. well I was setting myself up for failure so I did say I can't do this anymore and I stopped that one as well but but so his memoir on writing is all about you know the best writers know when to edit the best writers say as few words as possible and I'm like what happened to you like yeah what are we doing that's true you said I don't read him I always consider him a good writer just because other people really but it doesn't make me want to He's read He's a great him. storyteller. He has great yeah. ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we keep saying over and over. But he, but he can't write dialogue. No. The dialogue is laughable oh, to me. Yeah. Well, and this yeah. one is about time travel and going back and trying to prevent Kennedy from being shot. And a lot of it was... I remember when that came out. You know, a lot of it was just looking back at the... The 60s. Is he throwing a bone to the boomers? I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say that in this company. <laughs> but, but I will say that everyone that has recommended you, this Braylon. book to me has has been a been, boomer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just I totally saying. think that. If you re- reference Kennedy, you're talking to boomers. Yeah. Mm. So it is what it is. I did not finish that book. Okay. And I might be it's rethinking justified. my. I think it's justified. I, my, I might be I rethinking my resolution. It's sacrilegious. Stephen King is. The ubiquitous. Yeah. You tried. I tried. You just put it to bed. I tried. <laughs> Best of intentions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. And so another thing we want to do on these episodes is we're partnering with the Harrison County Public Library. They're great friends of the show. And we want to talk a little bit about what's going on at the library right now and some new books that are coming out in the next month or two. So they sent me a few things. Let's first touch on some new books coming out. I'm going to just throw out some titles here and you can give me a quick yes or no. And um, new mom, you're reading this. And I know you read her other book, Miriam. Um, Burnham Wood by oh, yeah. Eleanor Catton, Luminaries. Oh, her new book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mom's um, reading it right now. It's about eco activists, young, 24, 25, young women, young men who are on the edge of illegality in working on the environment and being activists and best of intentions at the same time that they abuse their rights, other people's rights. Mm-hmm. 
I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. I, I can't lay it down. I don't think yeah. it's a great book or anything, but it's a good page turner. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of want to read it. You have to read that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't care for the luminaries, and that was like 800 pages. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big <laughs> but one. But you didn't put it down. I didn't. I finished yeah. it back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's some nonfiction titles on here, but I no, nothing stands out too too strongly. But you wanted to talk about something with the library with the trail. I read the children's book on the trail religiously. Mm-hmm. And I want to review it. To, this for March was Can I Be Your Dog okay. by Troy Cummins. And it's tragic. And, of course, Scout's walking with me, and I read it to her. And this little dog needs a home, and he sends letters to people in the town. And mm. they don't want him. They don't oh. want him at all. And at the end, he's just laying in a rainy cardboard box in an alley, and no one wants him. It's tragic. Scout was worried. Aww. And the person delivering the mail read the letters and comes and becomes his new owner. Well, that's very sweet. I was going to say, because if nobody claimed that dog, Leah would be at the yeah. author saying, where's I, that dog? I want it. Well, and Scout was claimed. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. it, it spoke to us. Okay. I love the book on the trail. I love the book on the trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we should acknowledge it. That okay. That's oh, hard yeah, work is, for somebody an, every month. It's an amazing thing. It's yeah, an amazing yeah. thing. What would you give the rating? One to well, five the stars illustrations, on I didn't care for. No. They're blocked illustrations, cord, very jagged and, and angular. Colors aren't great. So I'd say the literature itself is a five. Really Excellent. good. good but know. the illustrations are a two. Okay. Okay, well then, the last thing I want to mention is um, on Saturday, April 22nd at 6.30 on the square, um, the library is sponsoring um, Shakespeare in the Park, and it's um, Midsummer Night's Dream. So I think, I really hope they have good weather. Yeah. Um, It was not great weather last year for that event. I remember it rained. It rained it out. I mean, it just deluged right when it was supposed to start. And so, um, yeah, I'm just hoping they have good weather. And I'm putting a plug in for listening to the library board recording that Blue Dot has on. Yeah, we put up the recording for the library board every month. Mom attends those meetings. I love those meetings. Mm -hmm. They are unbelievable in the amount of activities that library does. Yeah, and I have a full list that Elisa sent over, and we'll put that in the show notes, too. So if you want to know of anything going on at the library in the next month, we'll have that in the show notes for this episode. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Well, Marion, we can't thank you enough for coming on. I mean, you You're might. Welcome. This was so great. You might have to be a regular at returning. I think. I think there's. I have better start that Norwegian book. <laughs> I know. I want to hear that struggle. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. My struggle. That's like. I mean, I could say a lot of things, um, but I won't. Okay. okay. All right. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, yeah, it was guys. Good. Thank good. you so much. See you guys. Thank you. As always, thank you so much for listening. Huge thank you to our guests. And if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, please reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. We're at Blue Dot Harrison County. You can also email us at info at blue.hc.com. Catch you next time. Bye.